Well, happy summer semester and hot, hot, humid July uh, to everyone out there. This is uh, the What's in the Cup podcast, special summer edition. And uh, we certainly have been uh, braving the heat here in Americas over the last several weeks. And it's been uh, good for the grass to have the rain, but man, it's been hard to get outside and do much work, but it's just a great excuse not to mow the grass. But we are, we do have lots still happening here at GSW and uh, I'm excited to spend uh, a little bit of time today uh, talking about it and, and uh, have a special guest with me today. Actually, the first guest we ever had uh, is returning. Chelsea Collins is back and uh, going to help me today because today is a, uh, it's a special day for me. It's a uh, interesting uh, milestone, I guess, uh, for us to take a, take a look back. But July 15th is the end of my fifth year as the president of Georgia Southwestern. And uh, for me, it's been a, a really incredible uh, five years. I can't believe it's been five years. It doesn't seem like that. But um, you're starting to take away some of my questions. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been so much fun. And Christy and I have loved being here. But this was a good time to kind of take a look back at uh, some of the things that we've done, some of the things that have happened over the last five years. And uh, hopefully we'll get to look ahead a little bit as to some of the things that are coming up over the next one to uh, five years. Hopefully uh, I'll be around for all of those as well. But uh, we always get started with a quick look at uh, enrollment and uh, student success here at GSW. And, and I just wanted to share, you know, there's some good news uh, around enrollment. We, our freshman class is looking very, very good this year. We uh, are anticipating uh, pretty significant growth in our freshman class. Last year's class was down uh, a little bit, and this class is going to rival some of our largest freshman classes in history, uh, which is really positive. Uh, obviously, we're having storm days, and the students are coming back, and their parents are showing up. I uh, just heard the other day we have uh, almost 80 students signed up for Thunder Camp. Uh, the very first year we did Thunder Camp, we, we got close to, we were in the 90s, so we really think we're going to get to that as well. Um, so there's an enthusiasm among the students and we're seeing the enrollment go up. So that's very, very positive. Uh, graduate programs are continuing to uh, be very, very steady and they're maintaining their very good enrollment. And uh, what we're seeing in, in uh, MBA particular is a, a lot of interest coming into the fall. We think it's going to be good. All the education programs across the summer uh, we're able to continue to be very, very good for us. Where we're seeing the dip is in continuing students. And uh, this is probably not to be unexpected. Students that came here over the last two years, when they came out of high school from the COVID pandemic and the lockdowns and the virtual learning, uh, their success rate in college was not as good. And um, we're seeing that across every sector in the USG. Uh, so it's not unique to GSW. Uh, but that's where we're going to see a, a decline in enrollment. We're, we're seeing another dip in our uh, continuing students. So we've got two, what, what's turned out to be two pretty small classes. Our sophomore and junior class are going to be pretty small, uh, but the new freshman class is going to be big. And so we're just going to have to cycle through 
uh, some of that uh, downturn. But we're going to be pretty good on enrollment. I don't think it's going to be up, but uh, as I look across the system, uh, there's nobody out there uh, except the very, very biggest of our institutions expecting to grow. And, um, and that's a factor of, uh, of just poor retention. And uh, I think some of the students that we would normally see be successful uh, just didn't have the, the preparation that they needed. And it's starting to really uh, manifest itself in our numbers. But uh, housing occupancy is on the way up. We're, we're seeing a good return to that. So we really anticipate campus life returning to a very normal uh, or pre-pandemic uh, pattern. And uh, that will be a lot of fun. And uh, that means we have uh, to get back to work on retention efforts and get those numbers back up into the high 60s, uh, low 70s. And uh, that's, that's certainly where we were and where we expect to be. And I'm looking forward to, to that work. So, so that's good news. Uh, I, you know, I think we all should be pleased. Uh, and I think we're here, we will hear more about that uh, over the next several months, obviously, as enrollment comes in. But as we start talking about budgets going forward, um, most of the schools in the system are going to be uh, really having to find ways to cut budget. And we're not going to be necessarily in that category. So we should be pleased about that. But like I said, we got storm days happening and students are showing up and it's going to be fun. Did you want to touch on or do you have this plan for later, but on any of the new housing updates? We are making some changes to housing because uh, obviously in uh, housing occupancy went down. Uh, and so we, we changed some of our dual occupancy rooms into single what we call uh, super suites. And uh, the nice thing is, I think we created 42 of them and uh, they're all sold out. Uh, they ha you, pay, you pay more, uh, but you get a room by yourself with a bathroom, private bathroom. Um, and this is freshman only, right? Freshman only. Yep. Uh, it's really amazing that, the, you know, I, Bob, I don't know about you. I don't, Chelsea, I don't know about you. When I went to college, it was military style, barrack. Uh, you stayed in a room, two people in a room and all 18 of us on the hallway, you know, used the same bathroom. It was half about halfway down the, the hallway and that was okay. And now they're willing to pay a premium to have a private room with a private bathroom. And, uh, and, and so we just have to adjust to, to what the market and what our students are requesting. So we've done that. Uh, we've made laundry this year, uh, starting now this year will be uh, included in the price of your room. So students will no longer have to uh, get the card and put money on their card to do their laundry. We've created a lower uh, meal plan so they can go down to an eight meal plan, eight meals per week. Uh, and so that creates a little lower entry uh, point on the price. Uh, so quite a few changes there in, in housing. Obviously, we're trying to drive occupancy uh, as people have learned to stay closer to home uh, and in some cases learned to live at home and go to school. Uh, we have to incentivize them to get back into the pattern of going away to college and, and experiencing college the way that we want them to. So, Well, we're uh, certainly pushing it on our end. Our campaign for this summer is really targeted only at Atlanta area students. So yeah. And, we want and even our locals, campus. you know, Lee County, uh, down in Doherty County, you know, a lot of those students were the last couple of years have just been staying at home. And uh, we're starting to see that change a little bit now that probably with the gas, gas is certainly <laughs> going to be a factor Maybe. that could certainly They'd probably end up saving it. money living on that's campus. That's the first, you know, that's the first, I've been thinking about this for a long time. It's that last couple of weeks anyway, 
uh, about the impact that inflation and gas prices were going to have on the university and our budget. And that's the first uh, comment that I've heard that actually was a positive <laughs> for us. It will keep yeah. it'll keep the commuters here more, maybe, <laughs> or or eliminate some commuters and make them want to live here. So so good. Thank you for that uh, positive <laughs> note. It's much of them, right? <laughs> <laughs> Look at the positive. Well, that's, that's certainly one of the things that we do expect from you. But uh, anyway, so so we got uh, so five years. It's been like I said, it's been a lot of fun, and we've done. Uh, a lot of good things and and uh, I'll just say uh, it's been incredible to work with the people that are here and to see so many people doing so many amazing things um, I, I'm fortunate that I get to uh, often I get more credit than I deserve and uh, and that's certainly the case in almost every thing we're going to talk about today and and uh, I, I was I was with my uh, brothers not a couple weeks ago and uh, somebody in the family had done something nice for somebody. And my dad came by and he said, Neil, I just want to thank you for whatever. And my two brothers looked at me like, well, well, you didn't do anything. Why does he thank you? And I said, you know, it happens to me all the time. <laughs> People thank <laughs> me and appreciate it. me for all kinds of stuff that I don't have anything to do with. So, <laughs> so I should just say that I do appreciate what everybody's done. And it's been a great fun. You know, the people that were here when I got here have been great. And the people that we've been able to attract have uh, have been awesome to work with too. So, uh, I love I love what we're doing. And you know, this institution's 115 years old, maybe more than that, 116. 16 whatever. now. And uh, you know, these five years are just a little blip on its uh, life, uh, and and will be on its continued life. So I, I don't want to give too much uh, credit. Uh, or take too much credit or anything, uh, but it, it's been great fun for me, and, and I hope that these five years will be seen as a positive five years uh, in the institution's history. That's certainly what we're going for and uh, moving us forward in a positive way. So so what's on your mind today as we talk about these <laughs> Well, my years? very first question, and I feel like every guest should ask you this when they sit down here, <laughs> is what is in your cup? <laughs> well, right now it's just... Uh, regular old diet coke there we go and uh, that's typically the case after lunch before five o'clock that's your pick me up that's right okay that's right well i think you kind of talked about this earlier but um i didn't know if when you look back sometimes over five years it depends on what you've been doing but do you look at it as wow has it really already been five years which i think is what you were saying earlier or has it wow has it really only been five years yeah, I, you know, it's flown by for you. Chris and I were talking about the other day. We, you know, talking about our house. You know, and it's like we've really lived in this house for five years. It doesn't feel like five mm -hmm. years. Um, we were at Nichols for three years, mm -hmm. and it felt like ten. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I guess when you're really engaged, having a great time, enjoying what you're doing, enjoying the people you're around, it just flies and. Um, I yeah. think being busy for sure is what makes the time fly. That does help. It does help. But uh, yeah, we've just, it doesn't, it, yeah. when uh, the, the, the average lifespan of a president is, is now between five and seven years. I'm thinking, man, I just got started. I, you know, and this is, you know, this is supposed to be towards the end. And I'm thinking, my goodness, I don't know that I'm ready I think you still you know, have a lot to left to accomplish. I, I agree. And so, 
uh, when I when I talked to my mentor and, and other presidents and I would ask them, well, how long should a presidency be? The almost universal answer was 10 years. So halfway. And it's just like, wow, I got to get going. <laughs> <laughs> There's stuff to do. So anyway, yeah, it's been, it's been. Well, you're at your peak uh, right well, now. Let's, let's, let's hope you let's don't hope, head in a downward trajectory. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. So, so I was looking back. July 15th, 2017, so five years ago, your first official day, that was a Saturday. That's probably true. How, do, how does that work? How was your first day a Saturday? Or is that just the way that the cycle fell? Uh, you know, when, uh, when Chancellor Wrigley hired me, uh, he said, you know, when can you start? And I said, <laughs> I think I, you know, said something about August 1st. And, mm -hmm. you know, because I didn't get, I didn't technically get, the job until mid June. In, yeah. I mean, it was late, mid, mid late to late June. June. And uh, he said, no, it's going to have to be, it's oh. going to have to be July 15th. It's <laughs> like, wow. Okay. okay. So I don't know if he just picked the middle of I the month. I think he just picked a date. You know, yeah. Just right in the middle of the month. I'm and like, that's I wonder what start. Dr. Weaver was doing on a so, Saturday for his first day. Well, I was here. Uh, I was actually living in the residence halls. Really? I was in Oaks. Uh, I came, I, the boys and Christy and I came to America's on did July 4th weekend, mm -hmm. looked for a house, uh, you know, just messed around. Uh, but, but I drove here and, uh, moved into Oaks on, I don't know, whatever Friday. And, uh, I was on they campus. They give you a nice welcoming initiation type. No, um, there was nobody here. There were, there were five students in the residence halls, uh, that were going through a bridge program mm -hmm. and Jamarcus, uh, who graduated this May was the first person. Coley. He, he let me in. Aww. He let me in the, the residence hall and, and he didn't help me carry anything in, but he did hold the door for me. <laughs> and, uh, and so it was fun to watch him yep. graduate this year because he actually was the first person that I met Evergreen. when I got here. So uh, that was, I was fun. I lived in the, I lived in the residence halls until Cody kicked me out because we had, we had to oh, we start had moving students. the students yep. in, so I had to I had to leave, but uh, that's where I stayed for the first uh, month or so. That's interesting. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess thinking to Monday, your first official real day or the first week. Um, I mean, do you remember working on campus? You know, meeting people. What were your yeah. some of your favorite memories, and what were things you were like? Oh, we immediately have to change these, or <laughs> I, or I really love this. You know, I've never yeah. seen this at another campus. Yeah. You know, I I think. Uh, Dean Wilson over in the College of mm -hmm. Business, she she didn't tell me this, but I think she told some other people, um, you know, he's never been a president before. So <laughs> we're just going to have to, you know, be careful with him. And so <laughs> I think I think that uh, I thought I knew what I was doing and I learned pretty quickly that I had a lot of, of work to do, uh, building names, uh, locations, um, budget, you know, July 15th means the budget is already in action. We've started the budget year. Uh, so trying to get a sense of where, where are we, what are we focused on, uh, enrollment, you know, you're, you're, you're trying to figure out what role you play. And so it was, it was just a lot of, of trying to learn, uh, names, faces in, in the middle of July, you know, there's no, hardly any faculty around. So it was mostly uh, trying to meet some staff and, and get a sense for 
who's doing what. And, um, and I think we had a cabinet meeting maybe that Monday. Uh, it was, you know, introduce myself to them and uh, try to see who was, who was going to be around the table and who I could work with. And so it was, yeah, it was an interesting time. Angela Smith was working here in the office at the time. And obviously she has a lot of good contacts around the community. So she was helping me mm-hmm. meet, you know, the mayor and I don't know, chamber and, you know, just different people around town. And uh, it was fun being the new guy because uh, everybody wanted to meet me, mm-hmm. um, say hello, but there were zero expectations. So, you know, I didn't have any responsibilities yet. I was just walking around, uh, shaking everybody's hands and saying hello. So uh, that was that was a fun part. You talked about meeting, you know, some people in the community and stuff. How do you, you know, how does America's feel to you? It's been five years, but have have we just welcomed you? Do you feel part oh, of the God. community now? And yeah, that's that's probably the most uh, impressive part of of coming here is the the way that we were received. Um, never never have I moved into a community where um, so many people were so willing to help and so interested in our success um and and, you know i obviously the other positions i held at other institutions i wasn't the president and Mm -hmm. so you know that that changes the dynamic a little bit but um this is this has been really great i think looking over these economic impact reports you know that come out every year i think the community does see um how important gsw is Oh, yeah. You know, to our region. And so making sure that our president uh, keeps us rolling in that upward direction. I think yeah. that's important. Well, it's been it's been a lot of fun. And, and there's, you know, still, like I said, the mayor, I, I saw the mayor uh, yesterday. And we had a we had a nice, not the former mayor now, I guess. But yeah. uh, we had a great conversation. So it's fun to see people. And, and uh, they've been here and have been supporting me the whole time. And uh, we, we've, you know, the foundation. Our foundation board's been absolutely incredible throughout this uh, five years. They've every time we've asked for help and, and support, they've said yes. They've agreed. Uh, they've believed in what we're trying to do, and um, have have without any reserve at all said, "Let's do it." Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the good news is that I, I think we've delivered. Uh, when we said this is what was going to happen, you know, we need this and this is what's going to happen. You have to believe us. You have to trust. And uh, they have believed and we've delivered. And so that makes it a whole lot easier to go back in and say, okay, this is what we did this right. And, uh, you know, Southwestern Promise Scholarship. We we went in and had a plan to free up some money to give Southwestern Promise scholarships. And we told them it would grow enrollment. And uh, they said, okay, we'll do it. And uh, enrollment's up almost nine percent since since we did that um that's not the only factor but you know that's one of the factors and uh, you know so so there's lots of examples where they have really agreed to believe uh, without a whole lot of proof you know and uh, hopefully we're delivering on some of that proof now so that it makes it easier as we go forward i got faith in you so far they have <laughs> all right well let's get into the I guess the meat and we call it the meat and potatoes of what we wanted to talk about. Like five years is a long time. (laughs) It's a, it's a good long time, a good chunk of time to accomplish so many things. And I feel like it's 
way too many to list. I even had to go back and look at some of our old press releases. I couldn't remember some of the things that, you know, we had done back in 17 and 18, but um, I was going to break it down into maybe five key areas. If you wanted to talk about some of your um, proudest accomplishments that have, yes, you're right, was not just you, you've had a team to help you, but under your leadership, what have y'all been able to accomplish in these five key areas? So we'll talk about academics, um, enrollment, which is, you know, in campus life, mm-hmm. uh, athletics, fundraising, and partnerships. Um, so I guess looking back in five years, um, what have we accomplished, GSW, in the academic area? Um, I know there's been creation of new programs. You want to talk about yeah. how that came about? Yeah, well... You know, I think one of the most significant things that we did was uh, we hired a new provost and uh, Dr. Smith came here uh, a year after I arrived and uh, certainly getting her to, to come and be a part of what we're doing here has been terrific. I think, you know, when I came, Linda Lee was, uh, Linda Lee Purvis was serving as an interim. Uh, and so that position had to be filled on a, part, on a full-time basis. And uh, Dr. Smith has been great. Uh, she's led an academic planning process that, uh, as you mentioned, identified uh, a variety of new degree programs. We've got a new degree in long-term care management, communications. We're adding the associate's degree in nursing. We've added the double canes uh, in the College of Business, we added entrepreneurship. Uh, there's, there's a few more that are coming along that we're really excited about. Um, and they, those came about, though, because employers were saying, yeah, we need, we need these. We need these skills. We need these uh, people, we've doubled the size of the nursing, uh, this number of seats in nursing mm-hmm. to, in direct response to what our local suppliers or healthcare suppliers are saying. We need more. And, and we'll, you know, we've got two, what I call local providers, Magnolia Manor and, and Phoebe, and they both say, we will hire every single one of your graduates, no questions asked. Now, not every graduate stays here and works for one of them, but I can tell every student, if you graduate, I can promise you a job. No problem. It's going to happen. So, yeah, uh, communications was a direct result of, of community interest. Entrepreneurship, obviously, is something that Southwest Georgia needs uh, some some attention on. So uh, that's been terrific, and, and it's been nice to see that our planning process incorporated the feedback from the community and used it to then guide our work. Yeah. Uh, all of the momentum approach, uh, implementing uh, the career connection earlier, math and English in the first year, storm tracks, uh, that's been really terrific. Uh, expansion of our graduate programs. I mean, education has really exploded at the graduate level. The MBA program is growing. Nursing has a great graduate program. We're, we're gonna be adding the executive MBA uh, starting in the in, in probably in January. So. That's been really a positive uh, effort, consolidation of colleges. We, we've, we've consolidated one college into the others. Uh, and now I think the COBAC partnership that we have going on is really exciting. Uh, the accreditations that we've been able to maintain and get, uh, education, nursing, business, um, and I, I think uh, computer science is going forward with ABET accreditation. So there's, you know, the quality, to be able to maintain the quality of our academic programs while expanding what we're offering and growing enrollment has been really, uh, really second to none. And, um, and what I really like, what I'm seeing now is the experiential learning. Mm-hmm. Dr. Judy 
uh, Orton Grissett is, is come on board with experiential learning and uh, to see Dr. Smith and, and Dr. Grissett work together to really come up with a plan to implement experiential learning across the academic uh, life cycle of a student, I think is really exciting. It's gonna change the experience for the students. And uh, so there's been, you know, the, the Joko Normal uh, relationship that we have with uh, school in China, uh, Dr. Smith's been leading that effort and, and helping make sure that stays on track. So there's just so much that has been done and there have been some tough decisions too. I mean, unfortunately, we've had to eliminate some degree programs, and and uh, and so it's not all easy, it's not all fun, and um, and and there's been a whole lot of other work that that I you know that I don't even know about. But faculty handbook updates and modernizing our approach to governance is just it just goes on and on and on. But uh, so much of, of what we see is because we have great faculty members, and, and this doesn't hasn't changed uh, and it, it was here before I got here and I'm sure it'll be here after I'm here but our stu our faculty uh, care about the students and their success as much as any group I've ever been a, a part of and uh, when they care that much uh, all we have to do is is uh, create an environment where they have success with the students and so it's been it's been a lot of fun to see uh, the faculty really get excited about what they're doing yeah, it's been academics is, is uh, it's been a lot of change. I just yeah, I love and I think it's important to note that GSW is listening and we see where the needs are and um, what you know what our, what our workforce is needing and that we're filling those gaps yeah. and as a an higher ed institution that's our job. So yeah, yeah there has been some tough decisions, but we're, we got to move forward. Yeah, you know it's interesting because people get frustrated and you know. Well, we've always had, the, and you go back and you look and in 1910, that's not, we didn't have that. You know, we didn't have computer science. We didn't, you know, there were, we didn't have nursing. You know, we, at one point in time, we were taught agriculture, right? So the, the institution has evolved over time. It's just that our evolution is a little slower than most, what we call industry evolution. And so the change feels my, this is personally my opinion, but I think the change feels more abrupt when you have to do it. But when you look back over a long arc of time, you see that the institution has changed dramatically and has always evolved with the needs of the local community and with the workforce and, and what the expectations are of our graduates. And so uh, this, is, this is just a continuation of that long, continual uh, connection between the university and the communities that we serve and uh, and, and yeah it's sometimes it's it feels abrupt but I, I I really don't believe it's as abrupt as some sometimes it we might think it is good job um, all right we're gonna move on to you kind of touched on this earlier enrollment but thinking you know looking back over five years um, you know where were we then where are we now the you know, how did COVID, hmm. the pandemic, I mean, what has this done? And then, and then also built in that is, is campus life. Yeah. Well, I think enrollment is a reflection of the changes that we have made in campus life. And, um, you know, firsthand, we changed the way we branded ourselves. We changed the way we talk about ourselves. We changed the way our, uh, we market ourselves. We, we rebuilt the website. Uh, we've done a lot of work on 
communicating who we are and what we are. And, and so if you're going to do that, you better have a good story to tell. And uh, I think that Dr. Bourne, uh, again, Dr. Bourne arrived a, a year after I got here and uh, she's really taken student engagement to a whole nother level as far as getting students involved and for the students to believe that this is their campus, that this is their experience and that it's not done to them, it's done with them. And uh, we're so excited, I'm excited to see and to continue to see that evolution of student engagement and belief when they get here that I can do this. I, I'm, I'm not waiting for somebody else to make it happen. I get to make it happen. And uh, the empowerment of the student has been, I think, just terrific. Um, you know, we, we, we've done, I don't know, we started, created FYE first year experience and they do an incredible job of helping students get over those difficult hurdles. Dr. David Jenkins and his team, you know, they, they, they take every student seriously and, and don't want a single one uh, to get away from us. Uh, and I think that's a, a unique, it's not unique to higher education, but I think it was something we weren't really doing here. And uh, to see that really come together and start to build its own momentum. And, and, uh, and I think they're actually changing the name. And I, I'm sorry, I forget what it is, but. Do um, not tell me this. <laughs> yeah, I think they are. But This means anyway. new logos, new well, business anyway. cards, anyway. new. But, uh, but because they don't want to work with just first year students, it's really about gotcha you know, the second year it's a little more encompassing that, okay. you know we don't want we don't want students that need their support to believe they can't go there simply because they're not first year students anymore so i think the name is going to be a little bit more inclusive um but that's to be announced later on uh you know <laughs> thunder you know the, the introduction of thunder camp three years ago is just a terrific what a great way to welcome freshmen in get them to believe that this is a special place and for them to enjoy it president carter leadership program yep. uh the silver coin challenge i think is really fun and and uh, a neat way to encourage people to understand that you're you, you you don't do this by yourself you really have to think about those people who help you along the way uh the community service that our students do the toy drives the, the food pantry i mean our athletics program does more community service than any other athletic program in the whole country um Gold Force Thursdays. I, I love going out on campus on Thursday and just seeing the gold. I mean, you don't put gold on accidentally. Right. right? I mean, you you have to intentionally do, yeah. do it. And so every time I see a gold shirt, I know that that's somebody who did that on purpose. And, and that sends a message all in itself that I was thinking about the school. I was thinking about GSW when I got dressed this morning and I, and I participated. And I just think that's such a a neat thing yeah right and i don't i'm I, look, I get called out when i don't do it and so I, I i'm glad i get called out when i don't do it because that's what encourages <laughs> the behavior uh but it's it's an intentional act that sends a message of support of right support. that i love my and inclusion where i, I want to yeah. be a part of it and i'm i'm and i'm part of the family um so yeah i mean we've got the largest enrollment uh and we did two years ago I had the largest enrollment in the history of the institution uh, we've dipped a little bit now uh, over these COVID years, uh, but we're up over 8%. By a couple, like a handful. Couple, four, four students. We went from 3162 to 3158, I know. So, oh, I know these numbers. Uh, uh, but, you know, 8% over the last uh, five years is really good. And uh, it's when I, when I first got here, I started talking to the admissions folks, and I, and I told them what I, what I wanted to see was 
two to three percent growth every year that's nice steady sustainable growth 10 10 percent 12 percent in one year followed by a decline the next year followed by another big huge increase is very difficult to manage uh, from a resource standpoint so good two three four percent growth every year uh, would be outstanding well if you take you know five years we're up eight percent you know that's it's about what we've seen it hasn't quite been as exact as two or three percent every year but uh, I do think that we're seeing the pattern move in the right direction and so uh, that's been very positive but you know things like the Southwestern Promise Scholarship uh, certainly help uh, but all the marketing materials that we see the change to take tomorrow by storm um, helps get our message out and lets everybody kind of connect to the message. And so um, the, the dramatic change in behavior and experience for students uh, then makes it easier to recruit because the message gets out that this is a fun place to be. This is a cool place to be. We're having a great time and you don't have to prove it. Your, your, your students say it they see it and say and, it and they talk and they tell people and it just and then parents talk about it and it just builds on itself over time and so uh, there's a lot of work to do and i you know dr Bourne's probably um shaking her head because she 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 doesn't think she's done as much as she has and she probably sees everything that still needs to be done but the the change has been dramatic and uh, positive and um we're, we're seeing um the people that work in student engagement success, you know, they continue to bring new energy, new ideas, new excitement. And uh, it's really, really fun to see. You mentioned um, the, the Promise Scholarships earlier. Do you want to talk a little bit more about scholarships? And that might roll us into our next topic well, of fundraising, yeah. but there's more scholarships than just that. There are. And, and we, give, we give over a million dollars in scholarships every year, which is really nice. Uh, we, do we wish it could be more? Sure. Um, and we continue to try to raise more money to do that. Um, the cost of higher education is pretty significant. And uh, I know when my son gets a thousand dollar scholarship, I'm thrilled to death. Um, and, and it doesn't cover all of it, but man, a thousand bucks. It certainly helps you bucks, weigh right? your, so, your yeah. consideration though. Absolutely. So I think so, that would help enrollment. Yeah, it does. And, um, and we've been, we've been fortunate again, that a lot of donors uh, are, are helpful. And uh, we've, we've doubled the amount of money we're raising annually. Uh, we've got more individuals giving. Uh, that's, I don't know, I think it's up about 20%. Um, we've, we've got more people that give $1,000 a year. We've got more people that give $10,000 a year. So uh, on the fundraising side, people have responded to a really good message and to results. Uh, when they see growth, when they see new academic programs, they see new opportunities, when they see us uh, really trying to address issues in the community uh, and in the workforce, they support us. And uh, they have done that. And, and we're going to continue to work on that and try to get more uh, student scholarships because, uh, you know, there's, there's really uh, money. Money's not always the issue, but it, for some students, it really is uh, the issue that keeps them from coming back. Um, and so, Sometimes it's, uh, you know, $500, $1,000 uh, makes a huge difference. And we've seen that, uh, particularly in scholarships we give to complete. When we look at, at students that are within like 15 to 20 hours of completing, but have run out of financial aid, 
you know, sometimes it's just that $1,500 that they say, okay, I can, I can finish. Yeah. Can you imagine not being able to finish being 15 hours short of your degree, all the debt you have and no degree that, that, that cannot be the result that we want. Um, we want, you know, we know there's debt, but if you get the degree, you have an opportunity to have a job that can pay that debt back. If you get the debt and no degree, your prospects for earning enough money over the course of your life to pay it back are not as good. And uh, that puts people in a real bind. So uh, those scholarships that help people get over the finish line are important. Uh, we also were talking the other day, if you work a part-time job, say 20 hours a week, you know, you might make $200 a week, eight, you know, $800 a month. But when you're working 20 hours a week and going to school, you don't get to do the on-campus mm -hmm. activities. You don't get to do the experiential learning. You don't do the leadership development. You don't do the teamwork. And so you miss part of it. Gosh, if we could just make it so you only had to work 10 hours a week, think how much that time that would free up for you to have this other experience. So scholarships that can provide $1,000, $1,500, $2,000 to a student, they really change what that student can do on campus and how their college experience goes. So those scholarships are something we're going to really focus on because they make a huge difference, not just in coming to school, but in staying, staying in school yeah. and the experience that they have while they're here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, we'll just continuing on just fundraising in general. Um, under In your last five years, we've had started our first day of giving in what 28 i should know this 18 18 18 yeah um yeah and we have went gone from, from fifteen thousand the first year to a hundred thousand last year and yep hundred thousand is our goal this year i'd say that's pretty good i think uh, that's pretty good exponential growth yes <laughs> uh so yeah wow i mean but again people are responding to the excitement and the enthusiasm of what we're doing and when we tell our story when we have success and we can tell people your investment here builds on success. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't go for nothing. It goes to make a difference. People respond in such positive ways. And uh, yeah, to see that explode uh, so quickly is what, a, what an amazing thing. And, and we've seen it, like I said, we've doubled the fundraising uh, for the institution uh, in, in five years. And that's uh, it's pretty remarkable. And uh, we're, we certainly hope we don't stop there yep. but um it, it we're, we're excited about where we've where we're going and we're excited that people respond so positively to what's happening i agree so let's move on to athletics yeah um i know you're not out there coaching no but um they are doing i would have amazing they, they don't let me <laughs> i you should hear me in the stands i got lots of good ideas <laughs> <laughs> uh you know i love i do love athletics i obviously i played uh, athletics when I was in college uh, my boys all played so I really have an affinity for it uh, I love the student athletes how hard they work uh, not just during the games but in preparation but our students they have I think it's 17 straight semesters a grade point average over 3.0 their retention rates higher than non-student athletes or graduation rates higher than non-student athletes they they do more community service than any other college in the country at the division two level uh, our student athletes are fully engaged uh, in all the right things and over the last five years we've really seen them improve their competitive uh, status in our conference and, and at the national level and so 
Uh, it has been great fun to watch them improve and to the, and I think, and I, I don't know that everybody else would agree with this, but I see when they're successful, one, their pride grows and their enthusiasm grows, but other students have more pride in our institution Absolutely. and then start to realize that they can compete with students from anywhere. When our basketball team went, beats Georgia College and State University, it sends a message that students from Georgia Southwestern can compete against Georgia College and State University students. And it, yes, it's a basketball game, but it opens the door to we can compete with you in anything. We can compete with you in computer science. We can compete with you in nursing. You're not better than us. And, and, and so the power of athletics is to tell everybody else, we don't have to, we don't have to be second to anybody. You know, our, our men's golf team, uh, was one stroke away from a national championship two years ago. Uh, last year, uh, they, they finished in the national semifinals. Uh, the, the COVID year that got shut down, they were ranked number one in the country and had the best player in the country. Those guys can play golf with anybody in the country. There's, there's nobody that's better than us. So why, why would we believe that anybody's better at us than anything else? And, and so I think there's real power in athletics to tell our story, but also to, to help us realize that we're not, we're not worse than anybody else. We, we can we can compete with anybody, anywhere, at anything. And you can't always tell in a, in a business law class if that's just as good as somebody else because you never have to compete. Uh, but ours is as good as anybody. Our MBA program is as good as you're going to find in the country. And, and the students that are in it realize that. And now we just need to get more and more confident. And I think athletics is a way where... Uh, it sends that message and it, it allows us to visually see that we're on the par with anybody else that we compete with. And, uh, and that's fun. That's fun. Cause we don't always, I don't think that everybody always thinks that. Yeah. And so, it's certainly been fun to watch. You can see the, yeah. you can just see the school pride and, um, and it, you know, the fan experience too. And, um, I mean, athletics has had a, seen a lot of fundraising success too. Absolutely. They've got some, the hailstorm is a great yeah. event. Uh, you know, when I first got here, uh, Mike Leader, uh, we were at a baseball game and, and the, the outfield fence didn't have any signs on it. And I asked him, I said, why, why don't we have any signs out there? And he said, oh, I don't really like the way that looks. <laughs> and I said, well, I said, you know, you get money for that. You might like the way and, that. <laughs> and he said, oh, all right. And uh, I, I, I I, I, I'm picking on Mike a little bit, but I think when I got here, we were athletics was raising about thirty, thirty-five thousand dollars a year, and, uh, and and they're they're well over uh, one hundred fifty thousand a year. Wow! Now and I, I, it's probably close. That's not even that's not true because you do Hailstorm does about ninety, they do about a hundred. So I mean they're probably closer to two hundred to, uh, to over two hundred thousand uh, easy every year. And um, well, you can see that you yeah. can see that success on campus. Absolutely. And, New and, builds. They, and they did that. Yeah. Right. I mean, I didn't do that. I, I he just kind of said, oh, so that's what you want. That's what we should do. Uh, you know, I didn't have to tell him how or when uh, it was just, you know, lighting a spark, I guess. 
and uh, and he's been great. And the, the whole department down there has been great. Uh, and they do so many uh, amazing things uh, besides the fundraising. But, you know, the, the night to shine, uh, if you've ever seen oh, yeah. that, it is unbelievable what the, our student athletes do. I know other students are involved, too. Uh, but the student athletes, they love it. And they it's so impressive. Um, the the baseball, softball game where they dress up on Halloween and play in their costumes. <laughs> I mean, that's hilarious and it's so much fun. And, you know, it's just, it's those kind. But, it, but the basketball games this past year, uh, the crowds that we had, the the teddy bear toss. Yes. I, I can't, I, I can't remember a more exciting community gathering event on campus and it was an athletic event but it was a bear toss and uh man it was just it was electric uh not many things that we do on campus that get that kind of response that get that many people from this community to come here and be excited to be at gsw so yeah athletics is really important i think they've been doing a great job and and uh, i love i love watching them compete um but i i love i love what they bring to campus in all the other areas too yeah yeah it's really neat um, well, in our last little uh, area to talk about is partnerships. You've touched on a couple of those and just, you know, briefly, what have we seen any new partnerships over the last five years or just strengthening the ones we do have? And yeah, well, you know, obviously I think the Joko normal partnership with, uh, with Joko normal over in China, I think still has potential to be really good. It's financially, it's been pretty good for us. Uh, but when we finally get those students to come here, I think it's going to be really, really neat. Uh, but our, our local partnerships, you know, we've mentioned Magnolia Manor and Phoebe, they've been terrific. The, uh, the Sumter County Development Authority is on board, uh, Citizens Bank, Synovus, uh, uh, TSIS. I mean, so many uh, of the local businesses and, and community organizations are uh, excited about what we're doing and connect with us. Um, I love the partnership we have with, uh, uh, Casa, it's, mm -hmm. it's not just Casa; it's uh, the whole uh, organization over there. Uh, but they're right here on campus, and uh, uh, they they help foster children. And uh, you know, we don't have much to do with them, but the fact that we have students that do internships over there, yeah. and then our President Carter Leadership Program is is taking on the toy drive mm -hmm. to make sure that every uh, foster uh, kid gets uh, some Christmas presents. I mean, what a great partnership that is to build awareness and appreciation and uh, opportunity. Uh, so, so there's so many, and uh, you know, we started to build some relationships with other campuses, uh, and that's certainly a positive. We have a nice relationship with ABAC, uh, Central Georgia Community College. We've got a couple of. Uh, uh, got one with South Georgia Tech. South Georgia Tech, the uh, articulation agreements, mm -hmm. and uh, so yeah, those are really. Uh, fun and and um, I think they're helpful. So yeah, lots of partnerships and we're look, always looking for more. Uh, but you know, we'll we'll see. I think when yeah. we get Griffin Bell Golf and Conference Center uh, finally rebuilt, I think that's going to open the door for some more partnerships around business uh, incubation and creation. And um, so there's there could be some good stuff there too. That was I was a as we were talking, I just remembered a, another key area is these capital projects yeah, that we've been quite a few. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've done we've done more than 20 million dollars uh, over the last five years on campus and uh, I'm really excited about what's coming uh, I think the library is uh, I, it's number one on our list we're going to take it back to the legislature again this year I think it'll get funded 
that will be another $5 million project. Kane uh, Central is doing exactly what we hoped it would do. Uh, it's consolidated services uh, and made, made it much easier for students and their parents to get what they need. Uh, I know it was a big change for a lot of people, mm -hmm. but we're in probably year three now. And uh, so, so they're getting more comfortable there, starting to figure out how it works. And uh, uh, I haven't asked them. I'm not going to ask them, but I, I hope they would say that they like it there and they don't want to leave. Uh, so Flory Chapel is spectacular if you haven't been in there. Uh, what a great place. Everybody that comes out of there that I talk to says they love it. And it's really so, you know, it's changing again. It's changing the experience for students being more helpful, being uh, more supportive of their success and uh, finding ways for them to connect with the university and and not not see this place as a hurdle to get over, but as a place that they uh, really are taken care of. And so uh, everything that we're trying to do uh, is in those veins. And I think I think the library will be a big part of that. We're doing some work over in uh, nursing to try and get an, another science lab. We got all new simulators for the nursing program because we're adding the associate's degree because we're uh, expanding the nursing program. They need, you know, some expanded uh, equipment and, and space. So, you know, those all things all go hand in hand. You can't you can't do one without the other. And uh, it's been fun to see us do that. Obviously, COVID money, we spent about $5 million across campus on technology and furniture and uh, things that make it more comfortable to be here, more efficient to be here. Uh, and that was that was really nice. Uh, going through COVID was horrible, but the $5 million was really uh, helpful. So uh, you got to take the take the good with the bad, I guess. Yeah. One of my questions, and I thought you probably just want to skip on over this, was navigating a whole university through a yeah. pandemic. I mean, there's nothing that can prepare you for that. I remember yeah. sitting in your office when we were contemplating shutting the you know, campus down and it's just nothing, yeah. absolutely nothing can prepare you for that. But yeah. I think the way that we, you know, navigated through that was phenomenal and showed who we are as a university. And honestly, I feel like I have some PTSD from it. Like I hate <laughs> to go back and think in that time, because in my professional role, you know, as a crisis, you know, communications, it was, it was the most stressful yeah. you know, I've ever been in. And then working at home with three kids was extremely <laughs> difficult. So again, I kind of don't even want to go yeah. there, but if there's anything yeah. you wanted to share. Well, you know, I, I, I thought when I became the president that I thought, oh, I just hope that I don't have any, you know, Big real crisis. Real crisis. <laughs> and my first year we had a hurricane. My <laughs> second year we had a hurricane. My third year we had a pandemic. So I was like, well, hmm. uh, I don't think I'm gonna get out of this deal. Um, and, and I started to realize that it doesn't matter. Whatever school you're at, there's always there's gonna always going to be something. And so you, as, a, as the president, as the leader, as any leader, you have to be prepared to handle whatever comes. And uh, again, I'm very fortunate that we have had, have had and have a great team of people who have responded just incredibly well uh, to what we've asked people to do. And uh, the, the, vast majority of people on campus stepped up and said you just tell us what what needs to be done you give us direction we'll do it and um, and, and so I, I think our character I, I'm like you I think our character our culture our personality showed through in the most difficult of times and we were unique nobody else in the system did it the way we did it nobody and they looked at us like we were idiots mm-hmm 
And I think they look back now and think they were right. They did it the right way. And we've been getting credit for that. Um, financially, we've been getting credit for that uh, from the system folks. They, they're, they're supporting us in our ideas more because they realize that Maybe they you do know, know what they're they, maybe doing they do down know there. know what they're doing. <laughs> um, and so, you know, so I think our personality and our campus culture really shined. And and, and my job was to just uh, follow that lead, right? This is who we are. This is how we're going to behave. And, and that makes the decisions a little easier because I wasn't going against our culture or against our personality. And um, I, think, I think that was uh, interesting to learn. Uh, but also, um, you know, I think it's a, a lesson for all people that are stepping into leadership roles is you're going to have something. Yeah. And so it's just a matter of you being, being able to handle it psychologically, being calm, thinking your way through situations. Again, we had an incredible team, Dr. Smith, Dr. Bourne, Cody at the time, uh, Jeff Hall, when he got here, uh, I mean, that just been awesome. I mean, just making decisions, making things happen. Um, it, it, was, it was just really, really good. So uh, we, we maintained success through that. Not everybody did. And um, I think we did a lot right. And uh, there's always gonna be some that disagree yeah. with some of those things. But you know, when, you, when you're in situations like that, that's just the way it's gonna be. You gotta do the best you can for the most people and protect your organization to the best of your ability. And uh, I think we're coming out on the other side in really good shape so uh it was it was amazing and uh, it was interesting it certainly was a learning i'm gonna look at it as a learning opportunity it taught me i mean it really did teach me a lot as who i was as a person and in my you know profession and how to handle certain things and you know one of the things i think is interesting about the pandemic is that you know usually if it's a tornado or a hurricane it's isolated you know there may be one or two schools that are going through it and everybody else in the country not even paying attention and so you have a crisis, but it's a, it's a very localized crisis to you. Um, in this case, it was worldwide, right? And so everybody was going through it at the same time and, and everybody was doing it different or, you know, there, was, there were a variety of reactions. And so it was really interesting to see how culture and personality uh, really stepped up uh, when everybody was going through it at the same time uh, to see how the different outcomes were. So I thought that was interesting and something that I've enjoyed kind of thinking about, but, uh, I would prefer that we go through the next five years without any oh, crisis. I would absolutely uh, that would agree. Be my, that would be my, Let's knock. my wish, uh, if I could pick, <laughs> but you know, well, we're going to end on a couple positive notes. Um, I did just have to ask that. It's always, a, yeah. you know, no, it's big, been a big part of these five years. Yeah. Can't ignore that. Um, well, just, Thinking back, you know, what have been some of your most enjoyable either events or just moments on campus that have really stuck out to you? Yeah. Well, I, you know, commencement is great fun. I just I, I really enjoy it. But this past commencement to me was really special because so many of the students have been here the whole mm-hmm. time or most of the time that I've been here. And so to have seen them come in and grow up. Uh, you know, they were going across the stage and it was just like, wow, oh my gosh, look at this, look at this one. I remember when they were just, yeah, I felt the same uh, way. Really cool. Uh, So I enjoyed that very much. Uh, The silver coin, uh, I I had three faculty members this year, this graduation, tell me that they came up to me and said, I got a coin. (laughs) 
and um, I, that just I you know that's what it's for. Yeah. Yes, it's a great it's a great exercise for the student to give the coin, but for people to get a coin and to know what it means and to be really proud to get the coin and to have that you know have have enough excitement to tell me I you know I got this. I think that's awesome. So so that has been fun to see that develop. Uh, but I I I tell you I I come up here on the weekends uh, in the morning. I me and my dog Coco we come up here and I run around campus Saturday morning, Sunday morning, usually around six thirty, seven o'clock. And when it's quiet and peaceful is, I love being here. It's such a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. And to just, to think about what goes on here and to have that, it takes me about 45 minutes uh, to run <laughs> and uh, to have that time and, and, to be on campus and like I said, it's very quiet, very peaceful. Uh, it's, that's my, that's one of my favorite times to be here. Just mm-hmm. to, to know that this place has been here a long time. It's changed a lot of people's lives and I'm a little part of that. And, and during my time here, I, I'm hoping that we continue to do that. So, um, I know that might sound weird, but I, I love, I love those mornings when I'm just up here. Yeah taking it easy and quiet you know, is quite a, a time for you to be able to you know really resonate and think on that and, and you know when the campus is full of energy it's great too I, mean, right. I love the excitement uh, waffles with the weavers is so much fun just incredible and this last one was amazing because we were out on the patio and they were dancing and singing and it was loud and uh, I mean, when Christy and I were walked away we got all the way back to the administration building we could still hear them <laughs> uh, on the patio so you know th- that's awesome too but uh, there's just, I just think there's something about. We do have a that. beautiful campus. Yeah. I was driving in this morning. You know, you can't see campus coming down Glessner with the, the trees, the trees. Yeah. but the flag was just blowing in yeah. its glory above the trees. Yeah. And in my creative brain, I'm starting to think about how to tell the story, yeah. just about how you're just driving in this residential neighborhood and then bam, you're on a college campus and how just beautiful it is yeah. here. We're very fortunate yeah. to you be know, here. You, you asked me at the very beginning if there was something I remember and I'll, I'll, you, that reminds me. When I interviewed for the job, I didn't come to campus. I, I wasn't, mm. we didn't interview on campus. And so the first time I came to campus, I had to, I, I was, it was done. And uh, I remember driving up Gloucester and thinking, man, this place is beautiful. I made the right decision. I, you know, thank goodness, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, traditional yeah. college campus, the, you know, the gold dome. And, you know, it's just like, wow, this is amazing. I'm so glad it's nice. And then coming into my office for the first time, I got a great office and a beautiful building. Best and, view. And I'm yeah. like, this is, this is better than I could have hoped for. So yeah, I remember that. And now that you mentioned it, you know, that first time driving up Glessner, it was mm-hmm. like unbelievable. Yeah. This and of course incredible. we hear that from, you know, yeah. the students and yeah. family. And just not, yep. you know, not forgetting that, but uh, yeah. And you know, look, this campus is beautiful because we got a bunch of physical plant employees that bust their tails. Yeah every every day out there uh, we don't have enough and uh, and yet they keep it looking beautiful and uh we should thank them and i hope they understand how much we appreciate it and how important it is because uh, it's a calling card there's yes. two things that students tell you when they say why when you ask them why did they come to school there it's beautiful and it felt like family yep yep that, that that's mean, it 99 percent of the time that's the answer you're going to get and it's all because of the people that's right that we have yeah. here yep no question Oh, well, I might skip over a few of these. We're, 
we're getting into we're, an, we're, an hour we've gone now. Way yeah. Over time. Well, this People was a special edition. I mean, how are we edition. supposed to cover all the great things <laughs> in five years? But um, Bob's getting tired. He's he's he's, he's ready to of, wrap it up. Yeah, this is Friday. <laughs> well, so let's let's look forward. Um, let's end on that. What what's coming up in our hopefully the next couple five years? Yeah. Well, like I said, the library project I think is really exciting, and I, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, being done. We have our SACS COC accreditation coming up, which is going to be really important for the university. We have a new strategic plan that we're working on that everybody will get a chance to, to work on over the next uh, year. Uh, Griffin Bell Conference Center is going to be rebuilt. We just started that uh, process this summer. Uh, so that's going to be a really good addition. I, I, I'm really excited about experiential learning expanding uh, across all disciplines and really uh, touching every student. Uh, I think what we're going to see in, in student engagement and success is really going to be uh, special uh, as we continue to build energy and, and, and continue to recruit students that are actively engaged in making this the campus they want it to be. Instead of us telling them what it should be, they, they take control of that. Um, and that's going to be really good. And uh, I think uh, we're going to win a national championship in something. Uh, in the next couple of years. And so that will be a great celebration for the university as well. So uh, enrollment growth is going to be uh, a, an ongoing battle and we're going to have to keep our eye on, on the ball there. But uh, I think we've got another uh, five years ahead of us that's going to be really fun and exciting with, with continuing uh, new things, new opportunities, new programs, new buildings, uh, new renovations. And as always, new students. Uh, the one thing that never changes is we get a uh, revolving door of students and personalities and enthusiasm that comes every year. And that, that should keep us really excited about what we're doing. Yeah, I'm excited for sure. Yeah, it's a good place to be. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. Well, come, come work here. Come to school here. Absolutely. Everybody should. And uh, there's opportunity. But uh, I, I appreciate, uh, Chelsea, taking the time to help me walk through the, the past five years and talk about some of this stuff. And uh, it, it is a lot of fun. And uh, again, I want to say thank you to everybody that's that really should be getting all the credit for these things because uh, it, it, it only happens because so many people are doing so many things and uh, and not waiting, not, you know, not being told what to do, just taking initiative, being excited and making things happen. And uh, that's happening in every division across every unit. And uh, that's, that's just really fun to see a, a campus and a university have that excitement. You know, you can't, one person can't make everything happen. It takes everybody doing what they want to do and, and what they can do uh, to make it happen. And that's been happening here. And I think our results show what can happen when we have that kind of behavior and that kind of attitude. So. Uh, I love being a part of this campus and, and hope I get to stay that way uh, for another five years. And um, we're going to have a good 2022-23 academic year starting mm -hmm. in uh, a few weeks. And, and that'll be fun. And so I'm off to start year number six. All right. I just want to thank you for your leadership. And hopefully I speak for a majority of everyone else on campus in that. Um Yep. I mean, you've certainly helped me and grow me in my role and um, pulling me to where I am today. So, well, thank you. And we've, thank you. Uh, we've enjoyed it very much. So, I hope everybody gives us a little bit of 
leeway for a long uh, What's in the Cup podcast and a, and a trip down memory lane. And They're going to be saying, no more Chelsea. I don't know how long no, our first episode went, but <laughs> she talks too much. Uh, this has been fun, and I hope everybody enjoys the rest of their summer and know that uh, we're ready uh, to get started again. We're going to have a large freshman class. We're going to have great students, and we're going to be ready to go. So look forward to seeing everybody back here in August. See you then.